Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Experience unlined perfection with the nearly undetectable Invisible Lift Demi Bra, or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44, that's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims, delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you can always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash grandhighlander. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. I am Yamla. I had a baby-daddy relationship. I spent time in a relationship with a married man. I had to learn the skills and tools required to make my relationships healthy, fulfilling, and loving. Welcome to The R-Spot, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. I want to tell you a quick story. I had an older sister, and we were pretty good with each other. I'm not going to say we were close because we weren't, (laughs) but we were respectable and amenable and agreeable, and we did a lot of stuff together. As we grew older, she kept playing the role of the older sister, and she had the belief that not only was she supposed to tell me what to do, but that I was supposed to do it. That was one extreme. And the other extreme was she didn't tell me anything. Her daughter had a baby. She didn't tell me. Her son was in trouble. She didn't tell me. I could never understand. But like I said, we were amenable. We were not close. Well, something happened. I don't know what it was. I wish I could tell you, but I can't. And we just stopped speaking. Had she called me, I would have answered. Had I called her, she probably would have answered. But we just stopped speaking for three years. And then one day I got a call from a mutual friend that said to me, your sister is dead. It just scrambled my brain. I mean, we didn't talk, but I wanted her alive. I didn't know what had happened, but I had it on my to-do list one day to ask her. But now I didn't have that chance. I think one of the most valuable, precious things we can have in life is a sister. And I'm here to tell you, 
I did not value, honor, respect myself or my sister enough to do everything I possibly could to keep our relationship healthy. I used to regret it. Now I just learn from it. Every woman that is in my life, I treat her like a sister. Because I've learned that I am not my sister's keeper. I am my sister. So however I treat my sister is a function of how I treat myself. And even though my sister didn't have the same mother or father as I did, when I saw her laying in her casket, all of that passed away. And all I remembered was I loved her. I want to talk to sisters about sisters today. And I will say to you, love your sister enough to ask her what you need to know and to tell her the truth. And if it caused a ripple, a breakdown between you and her, do everything in your power to heal it before it's too late. Welcome, beloved. Welcome to the R Spot. Thank you for calling in today. Now, what is the relationship issue, challenge, dilemma you are facing that we can nibble on together? Well, thank you so much, Ms. Yama. I appreciate the honor of just being on your show today. My current situation is five years ago, I found out that the man who raised me is not my biological father. My biological father actually reached out to me via text message with photos in 2016 and let me know that he was my father. Hmm. I have an older sister and we're very close, but since then my mother kind of told me there was really no point of telling her that this is my father and she really didn't have any intentions of telling me that this was my father since the man who raised me signed my birth certificate, raised me. I've been working with my therapist and she says God will give me the discernment when to tell my sister, but I just wanted to get some extra feedback or just guidance of how I should go about it. Okay. So what is your intention for telling your sister? Why are you telling her that? My intention for telling my sister is because we're very close. And I always said if the shoe was on the other foot, I would love for my sister to just be honest. Like, hi, you know, I met my real father, because I've met him in person. We don't have the best relationship because he is still in and out of my life. Yet I just want to be able to be honest because my mother really doesn't want to deal with her past and she wants to keep it a secret and keep the family how it is. But something inside of me is saying you have to break the cycle and stop sweeping things under the rug. Well, it's not just a matter of sweeping things under the rug. It's a matter of telling the truth. Correct. And if you're in a close relationship with your sister, if you want to be authentic in your relationship with your sister, then it is most appropriate to tell the truth as you know it. Uh It is your story to tell. If the man who raised her wasn't her father, then it wouldn't be your story to tell. It would be your mother's story to tell. But if that's not the case, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's your story. 
So what's the dilemma? I don't understand. Yeah. What's the problem? <laughs> I feel as though it will cause a lot of family discord because I've spoken to my mother about telling her and my mother, anytime the conversation is brought up, she does not want to have it. It's not your mother's story to tell. She doesn't get a vote in you telling your story. Now, it may cause some disruption between your sister and your mother, but that's your sister's choice. Yeah. That's not your choice. And unless you have a degree in psychic 101, <laughs> yeah. you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm just thinking about, you know, taking into consideration everyone else's feelings. Like, I don't want to hurt my mom. How does you telling your story hurt your mother? Um, I don't want my sister to view my mother in a different light because we're all very close. You're all very close on a lie. Yes. So that's not closeness, beloved. That's emotional dishonesty. Yes. Tell me what you hear me saying because I hear your brain clicking. <laughs> Just the revelation of you stating we're close on a lie. Yeah, you are. Your mother has lived this lie for how many years? Almost 25. And I'm not saying to discount the impact it'll have on your mother, but sometimes when you stand in your truth, there's shrapnel that falls on other people. Yeah. So let's go here so that we can get it cleared out. What's the worst that you think will happen if you tell your sister that you have discovered that the man who raised you is not your biological father? Her view of her life, like what else is a lie, not being able to trust me again or not being able to trust my mother again. Well, why would she not trust you? You didn't know. Yeah. Okay, so if she's not able to trust you again or trust your mother again, then what will happen? I feel as though I will take the responsibility of perhaps breaking my family up or breaking that dynamic up. And then what will happen? If your experience of your family that is bonded together inauthentically and out of integrity, if that shifts, then what will happen? I really don't feel lost. And if you feel lost, what will happen? I would ultimately have to make the next step in my life. And I don't know what that looks like. Do you know what it looks like now that you're living a lie? So honestly, right now, no. The word that I have in my head is a facade. So if you disrupt the facade, what will happen? Due to certain circumstances, I might be the one to blame for my mother. I believe that I just honor my mother so much. I don't want to hurt her. Did she hurt you? Yes. And what have you done with that hurt, beloved? For a while, I, I kept it in. And it showed up in my life throughout my relationship, especially having my own daughter now. But mm -hmm. now working through life coaching and also therapy, I've been able to identify that a lot of my hurt turned into anger. Mm. So what I'm hearing you say is that you are expecting the worst. Yeah. 
that if you stand up for yourself and bring yourself into integrity with your sister by sharing your story, you are expecting the worst. Yeah. So what I would say to you is that's exactly what you'll get. You always get what you expect. However, what if this is one of your life assignments is to clear the cobwebs out and disrupt the facade and bring a new level of integrity, honor, respect, truth, love to your family dynamic. Because what I'm hearing you say is that you're comfortable in the facade, that you'd rather keep the lie alive than run the risk of standing up for yourself. And we'll talk about that when we come back. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. It's all you. With lightweight construction and technology that smooths, shapes, and supports, these silhouettes are designed to conform to your curves for a natural-looking fit. Experience unlined perfection with the Invisible Lift Demi Bra, a style that moves with you and is nearly undetectable under clothes. Or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Unbelievable and unforgettable, there's more to explore when it comes to Body by Victoria. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Welcome back. I am Yamla, and this is The R-Spot. I hear you saying that your truth will hurt other people. So you'll stuff it and not tell it. To protect them, you set yourself on fire. Yeah. (laughs) How's that working for you? Not working well. Not at all. Here's another possibility. What if you are the light? 
you want to share with your sister the joy that you've discovered of knowing who your natural father is. Is there any joy in that at all for you? Yeah. Oh, and what would that be? What has that done for you? What has that brought to you? What has it revealed to you? It's revealed a part of me that I did not know. Yes. I didn't know who I was. I was trying to identify with someone that I was, I knew that was so different and I knew that I was different, but learning about my history, learning about my family, meeting my grandparents, that brought me joy because it, it allowed me to grow in my foundation. And now that's something that I can give to my daughter. Wow. What if you shared your story from that perspective, as opposed to, it's going to hurt my mother, my, it's going to look different, it's going to disrupt my family. What if you share it from the place of joy? Yeah. And you want your sister to know because you love her and y'all are close. Does she know you're in therapy? Yeah. Does she know why you're in therapy? Um, No, not really. So you haven't told her that either? We had a conversation, but not specifically for this, but just noticing that I didn't want to live my life how I was living it. And I wanted change and I wanted to follow what was in my heart. And that's why I went to therapy. I knew there was change that needed to be implemented in my life. Mm-hmm. Was one of the changes getting real clear about who you are? Yes. Well, I, th- I find that to be quite exciting. And if you are as close as you say to your sister, I think she'll be happy for you. Now, she may have a little issue with your mama, but that ain't your issue. That's our issue. Yeah. So don't go around eating up people's issues. Let people have their own issues. <laughs> and that's what I was trying to take on, trying to take on the baggage, trying to protect other people from their truth as well. So thank you very much. Yeah. So in terms of how to do it, I would say get clear in your mind first why you're telling your sister this, what it is that you want her to know, and give her the opportunity to share in your new discovery. You'll know when the time is right. You'll know. Take her out to lunch or just go over and make some tea for y'all or invite her to your house. I would say invite her to your house so that you're comfortable in your space and you're safe. And let her know how important this is for you to know that you have grandparents that you didn't meet and that your daughter has great grandparents and that your daughter has not one but two grandfathers. The man who raised you, your dad, and your natural father. She has two grandparents. How exciting is that? One of the things that I've discovered is usually... When we run around asking people how to do something, we know we have to do it. Mm -hmm. We just want validation of whether it's the right thing to do and how to do it. So I'm going to say this. You know this is something you have to do. Otherwise, you would not be on this call. You would not be in therapy. You would not. It wouldn't even be on your mind. You don't need anybody's validation of your truth. And if, as you say, your sister loves you, if, as you say, you all are really close, it may create a little ripple in the force field 
But what I think is that your sister's going to jump to your defense and she may go after your mother. And what you can always offer her is, listen, she did what she thought was right for her at the time. But time also revealed the truth. So if you want to be mad at her, you can. I'm not mad at her anymore. So tell me what you know now that you didn't know when you called. I know that standing up for myself can be scary, yet it's needed in order for me to be set in my foundation. And also, my truth does not have to be acceptable to other people. Bam! (laughs) Your truth does not have to be acceptable to other people. And at the same time, you can respect them enough and love them enough to know that they can handle your truth. Now, why your mother lied and all of that other stuff, that's none of your business. That's your mama's business. Let her handle her business. You don't have to set yourself on fire to keep other people warm. Yeah. Well, good for you. I trust your sister. Okay? Yes, ma'am. Thank you. And do me a favor. What we've shared, run it by your therapist before you do it. Okay? Okay? Yes, ma'am. I definitely will. All righty. Well, thank you. Thank you for calling. Good luck to you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Whenever there's a breakdown in a relationship, one of the hardest things for us to do is to see the breakdown from the other person's perspective. Even when we're not fighting to be right, or even when we're not pushing our point across, and even when we think we are doing the best, it is hard for us to get on the other side of the table, put on the other person's panties or box of drawers, and see the experience from the other person's side because we're so busy making ourselves right. And making them wrong. It's just a common human thing. Even when we don't have a malicious or vicious intent. Even when we really want to do the right thing. It's hard to get on the other person's side of the table. But that is what's necessary for healing. I've got another call about just that thing. Greetings, beloved. Welcome to the R Spot. Thank you for calling in today. And what is your relationship challenge, issue, dilemma that we can nibble on together? Well, thank you for having me. My relationship dilemma is with my sister. Oh, boy. Yeah. So she's my oldest sister. Her and I have the same mother, different fathers. Mm. And I think throughout my life, there's been some jealousy in terms of her father not being around, though my father was completely there for her, supports her still to this day, and she's 51 years old. Her father was incarcerated, not around. He and my and my mother were divorced, and she doesn't even acknowledge him as her father today. However, her and my mom had a challenging relationship. My mother sent her away when I was younger to live with our grandmother because she was very violent. We get into fights, all of those things. So. Who did? Your sister was violent? She was. She would fight my mother. 
because she would do things like when I was younger, she would leave me outside when I would come home from school and my mother wasn't really happy with that. She would be promiscuous and just do different things. And so after a while, she would get into physical fights with my mom and my mother sent her away to live with our grandmother in a different state until she was no longer welcome to stay there because she was promiscuous and caused a lot of trouble. They sent her back and she had children. And so, you know, my mom had to take care of them. So her and my mom never really had a stable relationship. I had a great relationship with my mother. And so they didn't really talk a lot because my mother challenged her on things that she should be doing and she wasn't doing. And so my mom transitioned last year. She never really called or talked to my mother or visit her or anything. But of course, when my mom transitioned, she made this big, you know, she wanted to do these grand gestures at the funeral. And she now all of a sudden my mom's her queen and, you know, all these things, just seeking that validation or public attention. And it kind of left me feeling a little upset because I feel like she didn't cultivate the relationship she should have while she was here. Mm. I know that's a lot. <laughs> no. It's not, but your speaking betrays you, and I'm sure you don't know that. So let's see if we can unpack some of this, okay? Okay. So are you and your sister in communication now? No. Um, So actually, my mother's birthday just passed, and while I was there on the day of her birthday, I texted her just saying, hey, sis, thinking of you today, and, you know, love you, what have you. She never responded. And my father said she never responded to his call as well. And then I texted her again, actually, last night. So, And why do you tell yourself she's not responding? She's upset that I guess I still continue to be there and make myself available to my mother to honor her. And I think she thinks it makes her look a certain way, that she is not. Now, do you know that to be true or is that what you've made up? That's probably what I made up. And I think the reason why I think it's true, again, she made very public declarations right during the service, but privately, she was never there. Mm -hmm. And so on social media, of course, I did make a post just saying happy birthday to my mother, but there were pictures showing me, my father and her son, you know, there. Whose son? My sister's son. Yeah, he's almost like a son to me. He and I are very close. He actually used to call me his mother and not my sister. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Is that one of your sister's children that your mother raised? Yes. Mm-hmm. She has three children, and my nephew was the first grandchild. And my mother was upset with my sister over the fact that his father wasn't in his life, and my sister wasn't really around. You know, she was partying and not taking care of him. So I took care of him. I was in high school at the time, but when I would get home, I would be there. My mother would take care of him. And my mother took care of him until her passing. Financially, he lived with my parents. (laughs) He would get guidance and things from me. Let me ask you this question. Is your relationship to your sister an important relationship in your life? I mean, does it bring you joy? Do you value it? No. Okay. So it's not an important relationship. So why are you bothering? (sighs) If it's not an important relationship, can you 
give yourself permission to accept it just as it is? I think what troubles me about it is I've always wanted a relationship with her. I mean, she's my sister. And now that my mother is no longer here, I want her and I as women to be able to bond over like the commonality of like we have the same mother and create a new relationship, one that we've not had, just because she still represents a piece of my mother. And I think that's why I'm bothered. So you want her because she represents a piece of your mother, not because you accept her for who she is, just as she is. Hmm. I never thought about it that way. Well, like I said, your speaking betrays you. <laughs> yeah. And trust me when I tell you she has felt that. She felt it? Yeah. You said early on in, in your communication that you believe that she was jealous because her father wasn't around and your father raised both of you. Mm-hmm. How do you think it made this young girl feel? that her daddy wasn't there. Get on her side of the table. Yeah, this man is good and he's wonderful, but he ain't my daddy. Where's my daddy? How do you think that made her feel? Sad and hurt. Yeah. And how did your mother deal with that? That the man she chose to lay down with, the man she chose to have a child with, was absent. His child is in her care feeling sad and hurt. How did your mother deal with that? She didn't. She did not address it and she did not. Ah, so something that is important to this young girl whose father isn't there wasn't dealt with. You want to know why she was fighting your mother? Because she was mad as hell. Yeah. What matters to me isn't important. What I feel isn't important. I felt that and I feel that. Well, Let me offer you this to consider, that your mother was in relationship with a man who ended up incarcerated. So there probably was some issues between her and him that she never wanted to talk to you or his daughter about. How about that? And that's all right as a woman. But when there's a child involved, you've got to secure the child first and address the needs of the child first. And it is so very common. That when a woman is in breakdown with the child's father, that she will not or does not address the issue and expects the child to be okay with that. She had a right to know and then build her relationship or not build her relationship. But just to say it's not important for you to know who your father is. Yeah, she probably was jealous because you had something she wanted. Her stepfather, he couldn't be good enough to her to erase the human instinct to want to know where you came from. Don't mean she don't appreciate it. Yeah. Okay, so we've got this young girl who is feeling out of place, sad, hurt, and angry. Yeah. You sound like a very learned woman to me. Do you know the <laughs> the number one cause of promiscuity among young girls? I would say fathers or parents not being in their lives. Daddyless daughters. Yeah. Ask me how I know. 
How do you know I'm a Siyama? None of your business. No. (laughs) (laughs) So fast forward. Hurt, sad, angry, looking for love, shows up at the mother's funeral, seeking public attention, making grand gestures. Can you see the connection there? I can. That the hurt, sad, angry little girl would show up where everybody is and try to get their attention and even telling untruths because it's an untruth that the man who gave her everything was her father. He wasn't. He was her dad. Yeah. But he wasn't her father. So she was taught how to live an untruth. Does that make sense to you? Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I I did not look at it that way at all. Never have. Yeah. But I want you to hear the depth of hurt and sadness in the core of her being. You got to get that if you don't get nothing else. And then not knowing how else to manage it, she expresses herself in this very inappropriate way. And instead of somebody gathering her up in their bosom and letting her weep her heart out, they send her away. Yeah. You ain't wanted. We don't want you here. Which is probably the secret thought your mother had about having a baby by a man that would beat her and end up in jail. Yeah. That's not your story, but I you need to understand this. No, I do. But you said something so powerful and so beautiful. You said you want to build a relationship with her as women. A relationship that you've never had. But I'm going to challenge you on it. We'll talk more about it when we come back. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. It's all you. With lightweight construction and technology that smooths, shapes, and supports, these silhouettes are designed to conform to your curves for a natural-looking fit. Experience unlined perfection with the Invisible Lift Demi Bra, a style that moves with you and is nearly undetectable under clothes. Or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Unbelievable and unforgettable, there's more to explore when it comes to Body by Victoria. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. 
Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Welcome back to the R Spot. Let's get back to the conversation. You said you want to build a relationship with her as women. And I'm going to ask you why. If you met her at a barbecue and she was there and you saw her, the way she dressed, the way she talks, the way she looks, how she shows up, would she be somebody you want to build a relationship with? No. So not that you shouldn't do this at all, Mm -hmm. but I want you to get how you're going into this thing. You're right. What I want to encourage you to do is find that place of compassion within yourself to look at this woman, your sister, and learn to accept who she is just as she is. No conditions, no questions, no judgments. Okay. And if you can't do that, leave it alone. You can still text her, love you. You can call her for a birthday, send her something nice. But until you get clear, don't try to create a relationship with her. Because that's only going to hurt her even more. Yeah. Yeah, I had a sister who wasn't my sister. We didn't share mother and father. But we were raised together as sisters. But she didn't like me. Mm. Why? Because she was an only child. My brother and I, when we were young, were kind of infused into her life and told that we were her brother and sister. Uh, You know, she was 11, 12, 13 when we showed up. And she, you know, I can't say my sister ever did anything mean to me. I was like a mole. You know, you have a mole on your face mm -hmm. and it's there. You have to accept it. You have to like it. You put makeup on it. You know, but (laughs) you really don't want the mole there. You just don't want it there where it's at. Right. And that's how she treated me. Mm. And it took me a long time to really understand what that was and to not make myself responsible for it, but to understand it. But I tell you, as soon as I got an opportunity to get the hell away from her, I did. And then she died. Mm. And then I really had to do some work. Wow. Yeah. So what I'm saying to you is love her and prepare yourself. You see, you would never give her space to unload about your mom. You want her to celebrate the woman that denied her needs and didn't handle her needs and sent her away. You want her to honor your mother the same way you do. Come on. Yeah, you're right. Until she does some healing work, that's not going to happen. You're exactly right. So what can you do differently now? Wow. I think I need to look inward at my motivation Mm. or why I want us to be in each other's lives and 
my motivation for even thinking the way that I'm thinking in terms of her not being present and not doing those things for a mother. I need to look at why I'm creating those narratives. And then I need to just be there, be there for her to talk to, to just listen, I guess, without condition. And even if it's something that I don't want to hear and be willing to be wrong and not so much wrong, but mm. vilified, so to speak, because she's going to have a certain perspective that I don't have. Be willing for her to see it differently. Right. Her experience was different. Exactly. I'm telling you, my heart goes out to her. She's suffering in ways that you can't even comprehend. And just your mere presence, that's another source of embarrassment and shame and guilt. You a problem. Do you get that? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you represent everything that has gone wrong in her life. Gosh. And it's not what I was trying to be. No, there's nothing you need to do. There's nothing you've done. I just wanted you to be on her side of the table yeah. and look back at it from another perspective. Until you can want to be in relationship with her, woman to woman, each of you accepting who you are just as you are with no conditions and no judgments, I would say do your relationship by texting cards. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's, that's the safest option for now. Don't expect her to shift until you shift. Yep. Because when you shift, you're going to see her differently. And you don't have to feel sorry for her. You don't have to pity her. And I offer you this. If ever you have a conversation with her mm -hmm. and the two of you want to talk to me together, I would welcome that phone call. Thank you. Because I don't know if anybody has ever witnessed her pain. And I will venture to say that no one has. Yeah. Good for you. And even though you've got some work to do, you're a good sister. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to pray that one day the two of you will be able to be together as women. I really appreciate that. I'm going to work on shifting. Okay. Tell me something you know now that you didn't know when you called me. I know now that I had been operating, I think, from a selfish place in this entire situation. Well, don't be so hard on your side. Well, you were operating from your perspective okay. and didn't recognize your sister's pain. Yeah, I think I, I was, I don't know if you see this to be harsh, but it's just the way I see it. I think that I was doing to her what my mother did to her. Bingo. Bam. You got it. I see that now. I'm <laughs> so glad you know that. So forgive yourself. Recognize her suffering. Don't sit in it with her because she's perfectly capable of healing and pulling herself up. You've got to know that about her and see that about her. And the same way you make up stuff about her, she makes up stuff about you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, man. The two things I want you to leave this call with are I forgive myself for the ways I have judged my sister the way my mother judged her. And I forgive myself for not recognizing my sister's suffering. I pray she knows peace. Those two things. I will. Thank you so much. 
I appreciate you. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Have a great day. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There are several important ingredients that keep relationships healthy. People will talk about communication and commitment, but they often forget about the truth. And very often in relationships, we withhold the truth in an effort to protect people from what we think they can't handle. Well, I think a psychological term for that is codependency. I won't call you on your stuff. You don't call me on my stuff. In other words, we don't tell each other the truth. One of my favorite lessons from A Course in Miracles is truth will correct all errors in my mind. If you want your relationship to grow and thrive, if you want the errors in your thinking about who you are and who they are and what is possible, if you want that to be corrected, you simply must tell the truth. And sometimes the truth you need to tell may have a negative impact on other people. Know this, they will survive or not. You still get to choose. I hope this has been helpful to someone. And if you have a question about this or any other relationship issue, you can call me live at 775-307-7768. Now be sure to follow me on social media for all of the call-in times. And until then, stay in peace and not pieces. The R-Spot is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Experience unlined perfection with the nearly undetectable Invisible Lift Demi Bra, or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44, that's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.